so good evening good evening good evening how are y'all tonight it is me jerick aka hrust and welcome to another installment of a little tea time it is officially january the first and it is pride month um i want to send all my love and my energy to the LGBTQ community that I am a proud member of. And I want to encourage all my LGBTQ viewers who get a chance to see tonight's show to remember one thing. In the immortal words of RuPaul, how are you going to love yourself? No. No. Fuck that. Love yourself, period. Love yourself, period, because if you don't love you, how do you expect someone else to love you for you? So, y'all, keep that in mind as we go through Pride Month, and uh, let's be mindful, okay? So, love yourself, paint that smile on, keep it going, keep it moving, keep it grooving. All my LGBTQ people out there, like, love you guys. So, we are slapdab in the middle of now what is summertime and it is starting to get hot and um i want to also encourage y'all look stay hydrated stay hydrated we do not need to hear about y'all in the hospital from exhaustion and heat strokes so people keep your water close by stay hydrated as much as you can and by the way tune into a little tea time while y'all out there right so with that being said I am ready to get into tonight's show. And are y'all ready for today's word of the day? All right. Before I get into today's word of the day, got to send a shout out to Bigelow, Perfectly Mint, and Bigelow, Perfect Peach for the tea blend that is in my cup tonight. And with that being said, we are going to get back to the word of the day because I kind of catch y'all on. 30 second pause for that so today's word of the day is glutinous glutinous not gluteus maximus not your ass muscle but glutinous glutinous is an adjective from the middle english 15th century and it means like glue in texture or sticky or if you are glutinous in right now you are glutinous to this podcast which is a little tea time i think that worked but anywho try to incorporate glutinous into your english language speaking vocabulary okay so 
Song of the week. Song of the week is going to a guest here from a little tea time, Miss Marche 318, featuring Wanky with the song titled Tyler Perry. Now, this shit is one of the raw songs I heard when I listened to it, you guys. And I need y'all to go and tap in right now to YouTube. Tune into a um to I'm about to say a little tea time. Which is on YouTube, so y'all can tune into and over there too. But tune in to Marche 318 featuring Wanky with that song, Tyler Perry. Y'all run them views up on the song this week. And let's show one of our own from here in Shreveport, Louisiana, Miss Marche 318. Some love, all right? Cool. So I need you guys to get over to SaucySonyaspices.com and use my coupon code a little time one word and receive five percent off of your purchases and you can check out chef saucy sonia's cookbook chef saucy's fire ass cookbook available right now on the site if y'all have not yet seen it it is definitely available to the masses to the public for all to get into to experience those recipes the way that she has created and designed for you guys to get into all right so y'all get into that um, got to send a shout out to Stoner Hills on Mr. Willie Loke featuring Dizzy D with their single Man Cry out right now. Um, I'm a fan of what they're doing because they are repping for the streets. They're repping for all of the people out there in the struggle who understands what it is for a man to cry. So if y'all have not heard Man Cry yet, definitely get over to YouTube. Check it out. I've also shared it to my Facebook page where y'all can also just click the link and y'all can watch the video right there on Facebook. So definitely get over there and check them out. Um, shout out to Sweet Nay with her new single, Thick Thighs, also out right now. Um, y'all can also check it out right now on my Facebook page as well and click the link and get into the song. Hey, Sweet Nay, you did your thing with this track, sis, and let's keep it going for the summer for the Thick thigh girls. All right. So y'all get into that music. Um, gotta send a shout out today to Shana D Music. I got word that her video came out this morning, and I had an opportunity to listen to the music again and watch the video for the single. Hey, Shana D, this video was everything sis i love how it was sexy how it was fun how you just came in out the gate and just did your thing i love how y'all incorporated the city into your music video as well and um, i want to encourage you guys to get out there and check out pack it up with the music video available now to the masses so y'all get over there to youtube and check out Shayna d music new single music video for pack it up all right i've already shared the link to my facebook so y'all can definitely check it out there and definitely would love to encourage you guys to just go and run up the views real quick all right so y'all gonna get into it um gotta send shout outs to ego trip and official patience they are set to drop and re-release above ground june the 4th and i know that Ego Trip is also set to drop his own official single June the 11th. 
I will keep you guys posted here on a little tea time when the music is available to the public. And um, Ego Trip, keep me posted on that single, bro. Looking forward to it. And I'm also looking forward to the music video for Above Ground with you and Official Patience. So y'all stay tuned for that, right? Um, Got to send a shout out to recording artist Honey. That's H-O-N-E, the number seven in the title she is gearing up to perform at the afro soul music festival june the 10th in las vegas so if y'all are out in vegas definitely get out there and show her some love enjoy the music and get into it and hey honey i definitely would love to have you as a guest here on the little tea time um I've, I've been listening to your music you have a great sound you have a great voice and i definitely dig what you're doing so stay tuned because that girl is definitely going to do some major things this summer. Uh, got to continue to graduate and celebrate Miss Sunshine here on a little tea time. She is celebrating the six-year anniversary of Shines, Cakes, and Bakes. So congratulations to you, sis. Continue to bake them cakes. Continue to put out them sweet treats for people to enjoy. And um, I'm such a fan of what you're doing as well. So let's continue to turn it up, all right? Continue to turn it up. Um, I literally saw this last night. And it might be an exclusive to y'all, may not be. Um, I have to send a shout-out to R&B music legend, Miss Toni Braxton, releasing her two-piece Nude Sugar Body Caroline. Um, I saw it last night, and um, I was just so excited because she definitely is working and keeping her brand alive and well. So congratulations to you, Miss Tony Braxton, with Nude Sugar Body Care. Um, if y'all are into Tony Braxton and love Tony Braxton, she definitely has a new line out there for y'all to get into, for y'all to enjoy on your time. And um, I know that it is a skincare line, so y'all definitely want to, Get over there to her website if she has a website out there and check it out. So get into that. Um, stay tuned for the Ratchet City Blues documentary with Cherie Gray of Lumpy Grizz Artistry. I know I have not yet reached out to her yet about my schedule being changed, but Cherie, you will definitely hear from me um, at my earliest conveniences. I'm sorry that I kind of been slow in the progress, but I am very excited about what you're doing with this Ratchet City Blues documentary for us here in Shreveport to talk about our music, to talk about what is important to us as musicians, and let us tell our story our way about our history. So y'all stay tuned for that with Sheree Gray. Um, on to the events. Shout out tomorrow. Tomorrow. If you are ready to get a literal taste of history with Chef Pandorina Sumas of Sumas History, Sumas Heritage, Creole Creations, and Pan Sue will be at the Benton Branch Library at 115 Courthouse Drive in Benton, Louisiana. So y'all get out there, go and check out what she has to offer for you guys and learn a little bit of history about the food in general, and about the culture. Okay, so y'all stay tuned for that with her tomorrow. Also happening on Friday, y'all heard the interview 
with us last night, Mr. Malkalani Jones will be doing the Malkalani Movement Show at the Vicki Robinson Theater at 233 East 67th Street here in Shreveport, Louisiana. I am excited about the show, and I definitely encourage you guys to get out there and get into it. The link is out there in the show from last night if y'all have not yet gotten your tickets. So y'all get out there, get your tickets, and be prepared for that show on Friday night. All right. Um, happening on Saturday. I am very excited about Feel Gay because it is officially Pride Month and we will have an opportunity to celebrate Feel Gay. And I will also keep y'all posted on any other events that we also will be having coming up while we're celebrating LGBTQ Month, Pride Month. And um, y'all stay tuned for that. Also, I'm looking forward to hanging out with the organization that I have volunteered my time with out of a closet. We will be out giving away clothes to members of the LGBTQ community who do see fit to needing clothing to represent who they are. So we definitely want to encourage you guys to come out and hang out with us this weekend. All right. And stay tuned to more shows this week with Mr. David Franklin, who will be here on Friday. So y'all stay tuned for that. And on to my Facebook followers who are celebrating birthdays. I have to send a birthday out to Houston, Texas own Miss Michelle Thomas, who is celebrating her birthday today. Happy birthday to you, Miss Michelle. And Michelle, I would love to book you here for a little tea time. I know we kind of chatted a little bit last night about it, but I'm definitely shouting you out today because it is your birthday. And I definitely would love to have you here on a little tea time to talk about your book because she's also a self-published author. So y'all stay tuned for that with Miss Michelle Thomas if I have and get her booked for a little tea time, right? Now, with that being said, I have spilled my tea for tonight. I am excited about my guest tonight, Miss KT, and I'm about to bring her in so we can chat. So, KT, I know you're standing by sis. Let's have some fun. This tea is still hot, y'all. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. How are you? I am wonderful. So well to see you again. So well to see you again. <laughs> Super excited. Welcome to a little tea time. Thank you. So grateful to be here. Oh, man. I've been so excited to have you here. Um, Just to give people a little background, I met KT about a month ago. Um, I got wind of her through a friend of her, Diego. I don't know if Diego's watching tonight. Shout out to Diego. Uh, (laughs) Diego was telling me about her. And he said that she was going to be at the 420 event that we just recently celebrated. And I was a busy bee that day, but I managed to get out to go and see her sing. And I was completely blown the fuck away. 
<laughs> I sat with her, listened to her sing, even kind of joined in with her behind the scenes. And she had her guitar and she was in her zone and her voice was just amazing. I'm not gonna ask you to sing unless you choose to, but I am definitely just astounded to have you here. Um, and I know that you also are a business owner as well. So we're gonna get into it tonight. KT, tell the people a little bit about yourself. <laughs> Okay, so um, my name is KT Callahan. Um, my name is uh, was a nickname created by one of my best friends when I was young. Um, when I first discovered chai tea, which is my favorite tea, and <laughs> love it with the Winnie the Pooh cup. I have an obsession with Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm all about living that life like Pooh, super zen, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I do, I use KT as my artist name for my music and for uh, my jewelry, but my jewelry is a separate business. So um, the name of my jewelry business is Natural Nirvana Jewelry. Yes. And um, I started that a long time ago and with the intention of making healing crystal jewelry yes. and um, I was born here in Shreveport uh, actually I was born in Bossier <laughs> in the airport all the same it's all the yeah. same I was born in the Barksdale bubble <laughs> so mm -hmm. um, then we moved every three years and so I kind of grew up all over America and we came back here a lot and so over the years I've come back here and um, when I was like 24, I moved back here and really got into the artist community and started meeting a lot of the Shreveport artists and um, really uh, got into the community and really loved how it's not a big, big city to where it's like too big. It's just the right size to be able to like really support each other and still like be discovering new things. Um, so like after moving around a lot, I've always kind of ended up back here and um, I am 30 years old, as you know. Yeah, yes. <laughs> at your birthday party. We had a great time at your 70s birthday party. Yes, it was so much fun. It I was, was. Like, yeah, I was so grateful for the whole night. And uh, it's probably the best birthday I've had so far. Um, <laughs> yes, that was a great night. The next day, the next, the, your birthday party again i can i can talk about it but i can't talk about it your birthday party was the warm-up to the actual film that i had to go and shoot the very next day and at your birthday party me with my networking self ended up meeting the actual director for the actual film that's right i remember when you were like the director's here and i was like that's so like that kind of stuff happens to me all the time mm -hmm. and, and i've noticed when people are around me like weird things happen like that all the time and so it's really funny uh yeah i actually um i actually saw i worked um for a movie last year and i saw a man there that i've never seen in bears there and it mm -hmm. was like shocking and it was funny because i was thinking about 
the movie and all this stuff because I heard some things and then he was there so I asked him the questions and I was like how weird that you're here yes and that was my first time going to bears officially yes, so that's right it was just magic that night was pure fucking magic um and I gotta thank you because I, if I wouldn't have went to your birthday party I wouldn't have met the director for the movie I was a part of the next yes. <laughs> so cool I love that so much. Thank you for coming. Oh God, baby, I'm so I've been excited. The world. Oh, uh, it it was exciting. It was a new environment for me, so I was a little nervous. But yes. all in all, I had a great time, and I was in my head about what we were going to be doing the next day. So I was like, "What am I supposed to be doing tomorrow?" I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But literally, when I met the director that night, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get out of here." And go home and the next day I got up and I had to shave my full beard and I had to shave everything and I had to take my nose ring out and I had a great time on set but I'm not talking about me just that was just a, a cute little yeah, didn't plug. You do, didn't you do a 70s style thing? Yes what? we did and that's like it like I wore a hat to your event and then the next day, I ended up having to wear another hat on the shit on the set. Like I'm still mad. I can't post the pictures yet. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was absolutely legit. Like so, just to be at your birthday party, that shit was astounding. It was amazing. It was awesome because it was the perfect start to the week. Yeah, I love that I did. It. People were like Tuesday, and I was like. <laughs> yes. So when you are not working and designing jewelry, what do you do for fun? <laughs> um, I either go to bears and sing karaoke or I go to bears and do the open live jam with all the other local musicians mm -hmm. or um, which is hosted by Dirty Red, who's a phenomenal trumpet player and musician. And then, um, if not that, I play video games. <laughs> I do actually uh, really love playing certain video games um, as a way to like shift my brain. And like, yeah, and then if I'm not doing that, I'm hanging out with my neighbors. I got like a tight neighborhood crew. Yeah. <laughs> Tell everybody I said hello. They all said hi to you. They were yes. like, Tell Derek we said hi. Thank y'all so much. It was so cool to meet them, especially at the 420 <laughs> event. Like the 420 event was legit. Yeah. That shit was so legit. It, I, can't, I can't even talk too much about it, but I will tell you this. <laughs> I had a great time being in that environment. Even found a little. I can share this with. You. I think I shared this with you. I found a little, a little smoke that night. Came home and got my life. Got my life. I went to sleep for a good few hours, and it was the best damn sleep I had in a while. And it was just <laughs> so again, the 420 event was definitely the shit. And um, it, it was so cool to meet your your fam and your friends like. Y'all are very tight knit and y'all are very much a family. Like it yeah. it hey, it does, you cannot put a cost on having real friends like that and having a 
a real tight knit group of people that you can love and trust. Yeah. And everybody was at your birthday party. It was good to see them again. I know it was so exciting because like I like I really tell people a lot and I I have like a highlight on my Instagram of my neighbors mm -hmm. and when I first moved in here I was like I want to create a reality show of our own that's like friends but we're we're like the we're like the Ratchet City Shreveport version and there's more of us that part and and it's just like there's so many people that are like the main you know like we have like a main group but then we have so many other people that come in and out of the group that live here that brings so many different energies and characters and it's just like the best living situation i've ever had and it's like really feels like the tv show friends but like not you know not in that aspect it's definitely much more um reality and then like just like we're all really fun but we have like clean fun and it's like really awesome we have like potlucks and stuff and i've just been like one of the things i i learned years ago was one of the keys to happiness is community so it was mm -hmm. like i would watch these shows and be like i wish i had a big friend group but that wasn't big like that was tight like that like a family and mm -hmm. it was like i really am into manifesting and so like I really feel like I put that out there and then I landed here. So it's just been like so amazing. So I want everyone to meet them. I always bring people over. I'm like, come meet my neighbors. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have to come through and, and kick it. Yeah, some, please. Some um, I'm a weekender, so if you can catch me for a weekend, I'll come through for the weekend. Yes, definitely. So I, I have to cook. I'll probably try and cook something. To cook. <laughs> Since I know yeah, we might have a, a barbecue soon, so I'll let you know. Okay, well, I'm trying to do the vegan thing, so. Oh, my roommate's vegan. We'll probably bring some vegan stuff too. I I would definitely try my best. Just keep me posted. I got some um, I have a, a dip seasoning that I haven't used yet, so just keep me posted. I might just bring that for y'all. Okay. And I'm I'll whip that up because it's nice to But. <laughs> Um, what inspired you to develop your idea to be the artist that you are and to design jewelry? Um, that's a great question. Uh, <laughs> so, um, when I was young, I was like, when I was in like third, fourth grade, probably like, I don't know, 10, 11, I started watching like, uh, MTV and the VH1 music videos, like the channels that just play the music videos, you know, a lot. And um, at a young age, I realized I wanted to be an, a musician and I wanted to be a director and like do music videos. So it was like, I was like, I want to do all of this. And it was like, you know, you know too much. But um, I had a karaoke machine and um, my aunt gave me a VHS recorder that you know sits on your shoulders that you just yes. so like I made movies I made the neighbor kids dress up and like read scripts or improv like I was like I did like fake news channels and then um, I would do karaoke and um, then when I got older it kind of shifted into uh, a period where music became like 
a, a like a medicinal thing for me. Mm-hmm. So it was like I was more focused on listening to a lot of music, and then when I got to like sixteen, I I got a acoustic guitar and I started teaching myself because I played saxophone since fourth grade. Wow. So, um, but I played that like with sheet music. I, I taught myself guitar by sound. And um, I do know base, some basic chords, but I kind of like just to feel it since I was so logical on the saxophone. And um, so then I started meeting other musicians and jamming and learning. And I also had this thing for antiquing and finding really unique jewelry. Um, and then my grandpa at the time had gone had been a um um, he would go mining for gems on his free time with his like dude friends his bros and um (laughs) they're gonna and uh so uh he would be like bros um (laughs) but uh uh he's like super italian and his his family owned like a jeweler his cousins and he always was into gems and jewelry but he had really bad arthritis when he got older, so he would be like giving me all his like jewelry, little pliers and stuff, and trying to show me how to make things. And he gave me a bunch of gems. But when I was like at that age, all I cared about was music, and I'm kind of like, okay. And so then, um, then it was like when I got 18, I was engulfed in music, and I kind of went so hard with it that I burnt myself out and had like writer's block, and then my health went downhill really hard. And uh, so I ended up doing a lot of research at the library and learning about the vegan diet before it was like a thing. And uh, and it was like kind of more hidden and there was no products available. So I like went vegan for three years and like wiped off the face of the earth and lived off the grid and lived on farms. And then I started wire wrapping crystals in my free time and I really loved it. So then I started making jewelry for fun and then after I got through that phase and like came back to society and went back to just eating healthy, but you know, like watching my intake of meat and cheese and eating whole foods, it was like, I got really into making jewelry, but then it was like my balance of health went back off again. Cause I was like thrown back into Shreveport, but then I really started getting myself together and started doing all the markets here. And I would sell lots of wire wrapped rings. I always sold copper wire wrapped rings. And um, it got to a point where it was just like, I, I realized I could do really good just making these rings and people really loved them and they're really affordable because they were copper. And I wanted everybody to have crystal healing energy because I believe in the power of crystals. And yeah. um, even if it's just scientifically placebo, I believe in it. And like, it's so magical to me to see other people learn and be excited to learn about crystals. And then my ring, them buying it just starts this whole new world for them or people who already are really into them. And they're like, Oh, I'm, I really wanted this crystal and it's like fits them and it's perfect. So then I fell in love with jewelry and completely was like, forget music for a while. And then went to that. And then, I got to a point where I started playing shows around locally, selling jewelry, and um, just realized I loved it. And then that's when I was like, I want to make really sturdy jewelry, like Native American. I really like their turquoise jewelry, but I didn't know what it was called. So I spent time researching how to do it and what it was called. It's metal smithing. Mm-hmm. It's a form of silversmithing, 
so then I spent six months teaching myself through YouTube and buying all the equipment and then um, started making lots of sterling silver jewelry and some gold jewelry and um, yeah now I'm like at this balance of trying to be able to do jewelry and music and I want to record music professionally because I have a lot of recording and they sound good because I mean they're the best I could do on a, a laptop but mm -hmm. I feel like I'm finally ready to professionally record all the things I already have inside me you know program stuff that's kind of where I started and where I'm at I love it I absolutely love it because your voice has a rasp to it like mine does. And again, I was just like, <laughs> what? I was in, I was like in overdrive. Like my mom, she was watching the live when I was recording you singing and my mom was losing her damn mind. <laughs> Once I saw my mom, so she was like, you got to get her on your show. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Just got to work on it. <laughs> when yeah, did, whenever, yeah, I'm listening. Whenever, whenever you came up, I felt your energy. Because, you know, I play with my eyes closed a lot. Mm -hmm. And, like, before you started singing, I could, like, feel your energy. And then I started hearing you kind of singing lightly. And I was just like, ooh. And I was like, oh, I like this because I felt like, I was like duetting with someone, you know, because, mm. um, you know, it's, it's always like, you can feel the energy of another musician. And it's like, I love that. Cause I always loved like being in a big band in school or being in a choir. And like, I had a girl band for a while and just harmonizing and just having the different sounds and the raspiness. I love it. So it was like when you're, I was so excited when you, you really amped up my energy because I just played another place. And then to come there, I was like tired. And then you just, and I was like, yes. <laughs> you, got your, you got your mojo. Yeah. I absolutely love it. What was the song? Because I know that was a song that we, um, there were several songs that you did. But that was a particular song that you sung that caught my ass in mid-flight. And I, I slid back to earth and I was like, yeah, I'm going to sing this song with her. Um, let's see, was it... Was it Valerie? Valerie, it was. Well, sometimes I go out by myself <laughs> and I look across the water. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. And I was trying to harmonize with you. If I would have had a microphone in my pocket, they wouldn't have kept me. <laughs> but I enjoyed your set so much. When did you know that you could sing? Um, that's a really good question. Um, it took a while. I mean, I knew I would. I mean, the thing was, is I, you know, my dad used to say when he was young, like, I'm tone deaf, so you might be too. And it was almost like it was like a genetic thing that you were screwed for the rest of your life. But then mm -hmm. I learned from playing saxophone and being friends with choir people that you know it is a muscle and if you train it it will get tighter and, and hold a note so like then I realized well I can I can practice and so I would record myself a lot with monitors and a tape deck and so I could hear 
that I wasn't in tune and because of the saxophone practice. So I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So like over time, like I would hear every little mistake and I, it was a lot for a long time to where I wouldn't share it. And then I started sharing stuff, recordings before singing in front of people. And then I think around when I was like 16, 17, I started singing more, but it wasn't fully singing. I wasn't in, but I was still fearful and holding in, you know? And so I didn't really, I was still insecure too. So I didn't really feel like I could sing. My parents, my mom was like, you know, my aunt, they were like, you should just write lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do I suck that bad? You know? <laughs> and then, but, really, but then all my friends were like, you sound great. And then, yes. uh, but I'm like, are they lying to me? <laughs> so then it like, I got to a point where it was like uh, my senior year of high school. I had a lot of adults being like, we, this is this is serious and I was like okay I think I believe this now they were like we want to so many people were like we want to record you we want to do this and I was so fearful of like someone owning me yeah so I was like no no yeah. you you have a a Pat Benatar <laughs> Amy Winehouse whole voice <laughs> and I can hear you I can hear you singing Amy, one of Amy Winehouse's songs. I, can, I love all of her songs. I know like every Amy Winehouse song. Cause when I heard your your particular version of Valerie, mm-hmm. like yeah, that's not even her song anymore. That's your version of her song. And then I said, if she was to actually sing the actual song, yeah. I do a karaoke night. Yes. And it is so much fun. And every time I've done it, wherever I've been, mm-hmm. I've noticed that that song showcases my voice the best. Because mm-hmm. I've like, all right, uh, I remember one time I was like, I used to work at this comedy, um, comedy club in Austin. And there was a bunch of comedians that were like pretty well known and some of them had Netflix specials and stuff and they were like outside chatting, smoking cigarettes after everybody had gone and we were cleaning up and there's nothing left for me to do. So I got up on stage and turned on the karaoke music on the speaker and did Valerie for fun because the guy I was dating at the time was like, go up there and sing Valerie and I was like, okay. And because yeah. <laughs> he loved it and so then I sang it and like three of the comedians came inside and we were like, we thought this was a recording. And at one point we realized someone was singing and didn't realize who, and they were like, wow. And so it was like, over time I've engaged myself through other people, but now I'm at a point where it's like, I can see, I know my capacity. So, yeah. you know, and I have that confidence of knowing what I can do, but I'm not, not at that point where I'm like, you know, I know I'm not Mariah Carey, and I could never get like a full range. So it's like knowing your spectrum as an artist, I think for me has brought a lot of confidence and acceptance and also learned how I can, who I can collaborate with and how with different sounds and tones. Yes. I would love to, to be in a jam session with you. Yes. Y'all was like, I'll... we should do a Thursday night at Bears and I'll do Valerie and you can get up there and like harmonize. We could practice. I don't have a show tomorrow, so I'll be there. Tomorrow? I'm playing a show tomorrow. Where? 
Hey, babe. That's Frank's Pizza. Frank's Pizza. I'll try and come through. I will it's try. It's gonna be through. seven to nine. Okay, I will try my best to come out. I totally um, keep forgetting. <laughs> we, and we're going to plug that some more later on into the show. But I would definitely <laughs> love to get into a jam session with you um, because I, I that's that's my gift. And my mom did the same thing. She bought the karaoke machine. And we would, me and my brother, we would just bring the fucking house down, making noise. But... <laughs> It was a different thing for me because I, I I realized I knew I could sing at a young age. I was singing since I was nine years old, but when I turned sixteen, it was different. It just it felt different, mm -hmm. and it felt more spiritual. Yeah. And after that, I was like, I'm never gonna stop. I can't stop. <laughs> yeah. I I've been on jobs where. I was singing on the phone, which was just weird. Um, I sang on the phone today. That part. Isn't that shit awkward? Well, it was like this, it was like, you know, some guy called and was asking questions and then like, um, started singing randomly some song. It was like, do you know that song? And I was like, no. And then I was like, but I was singing this song earlier. And he was like, what song? And then I sang it. And he was like, I love that song. And he's like, I have a radio station here in the middle of nowhere. And I have that song in my tracks. So I'm going to play it tonight. I was like, you do that. Yes. Send that song out there. Yes. I'm, I'm such a fan of what you do because it was my first time hearing you just unplugged and live. And the people were going absolutely crazy. <laughs> they were chill, but they were going absolutely crazy. And I was like, how haven't I not heard of her? Where has she been hiding? <laughs> I've been hiding. And it's, but it's, it, it's something that I understand, like with artists, especially mm -hmm. singers, we're very sensitive people. <laughs> And we don't like everybody in our space, and we do not want people all in our damn face. <laughs> and and for me, it's like singing. For me, it's like if you ask me to sing on 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 demand, I will start laughing first. Like really, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But once I get the initial laugh, I was like, "What y'all want me to sing?" <laughs> and um. I just, I've been in spaces where I've been doing comedy and they asked me to sing while I was doing comedy. I was like, this is a comedy show. Yeah, sing during comedy? Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, but, I, I like, yeah, there's, I know a comedian who plays guitar and sings and does, that's how he does his comedy set and I've never seen that before and I was like, hmm. <laughs> is it Aiden? Huh? Is it Aiden? His name is Jr. Okay, no, we're not talking about the same people. Yeah, no, he's he's from the Philippines. Oh no, definitely not talking about yeah. that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, he's he's traveling. He's really awesome. If he came through here, I'm like, oh yeah, I'd be a great person. He's really really funny, and it was some like very unique. But yeah, I'm like, that's really cool. So you did stand up? You were doing comedy? Mm -hmm. It's hard. It's hard. 
it's harder than music. I think, you know, I think it's like really hard, honestly. It, it is. It is. I would rather sing. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but I'm kind of finding a groove. I'm kind yeah, of finding a groove. Like once the show's over, I'm going to go and do some comedy tonight. Or I'm going to try to do some comedy tonight. So we're going to be at Central again. And Ooh, I didn't know that. I'm going I'm to try and pop in tonight, depending on how I feel after the show, and, and go and try some shit. But let's dive back into the next question. How did you decide when to establish your brand as an artist? Uh, um, so, yeah, um, my jewelry brand, I decided to establish it in... 2011, 2012, 2012. I um, I had been making jewelry with a crystal wire wrapping crystal jewelry and living on farms. And the last farm I lived on <laughs> was like kind of crazy. And uh, it was in Hawaii. And uh, I had sold all of my things because I thought I was going to live there forever on this farm and then it ended up being like almost like a horror movie and um, I was I've talked to a lot of people in film I was like I want to make this movie and call it Escape from Hawaii and they were like tell us more and (laughs) it sounds like it would be great yeah and so like when I was there I had all my jewelry stuff but I wasn't making jewelry because I was taking care of all these goats I was a goat farmer and And I was in the jungle, so it was like not a forest. It was insane. It was like it was pretty wild up there, and like it was really cool. It was a very spiritual experience. I realized like Hawaii's tiny and the energy's sacred, and it was like yeah. the the gods to me were like go back to America, and I was like I know I need to. So I like came back and moved to Ohio for a little bit, and had finally like been back in reality, and was like you know getting really excited about my jewelry i downloaded pinterest for the first time and then i was mm-hmm. like i have all these ideas and i want to make all these things and then i found out about etsy so that's when i was like okay let's make an etsy and then i was like i have to come up with a name you know so i like sat for two days really like meditating on what i wanted the name to be and i thought of natural nirvana because like the stones are natural and like the energy brings you a little bit of natural enlightenment on your own mm-hmm. and so like then uh that's when i established it and like that was when i was what, 20 22 so it's been been like seven yeah i know i was 20. it was yeah 2012 it's been 10 years 22 now yeah Thank you. <laughs> you have a giveaway. I was thinking about doing a giveaway actually. Um, talking about Pride Month, I do uh, mm-hmm. these little gummy, these gummy bear rings, you know. And I have special ordered. I had a girl special make these for me, and they're different sizes. I have big ones and small ones like this. Um, because some some people like the statements or like the necklace, and they are glitter and rainbow. And oh, uh, I'm gonna do like percentage of proceeds locally to to lgbtq and i need to like i've been doing research on the side of to figure out and i should talk to you more about that too definitely Um, yes this is to donate yes (laughs) Um, i definitely would love to invite you to come to um 
feel gay this weekend? Yes, I heard you say that. I was like, I'm so excited. Yeah, when is it? Um, it's this Saturday. This Saturday. Okay, I'm there. Yeah. I'm gonna keep you posted about it because I, I'm I'm already obsessed with that ring, and <laughs> I'd like me one. Yes, I'd love to make you one. I love to have one. Um, but the next question is. How have your priorities changed since you started your business? Have my what? How have your priorities changed? Oh, oh. <laughs> um, my priorities have changed in a lot of different ways. Um, I've really shifted a lot um, with um, with just the industry of mass production. My priority is of like really buying things that are handmade. Um, that's something in my personal life because as a business owner, seeing someone that can just create a piece of jewelry digitally and have it melted into a mold on a machine and then print it out by the hundreds, it's like, like it's become quantity over quality and it's like, I don't know. I, I understand certain things of, of certain things, but um, yeah, it's just made me have a lot more appreciation and understanding of handmade stuff. Like when I was younger, I'd be like $300 for this handmade shirt. And now I'm like, give it to me. It's going to last forever. And it's magnificent. And someone put a lot of time into it. Yes. And it's like almost like becoming a, a, a lost art to an extent or like, you know, people just are too things are too convenient so like my priorities with the things i've purchased um has shifted a good bit and um i have um it's caused me to reflect a lot more mm -hmm. um but then on top of that um just supporting all artists in general has really shifted yes um and wanting to collect art <laughs> yes. All the art. yes and um yeah, like I, I go out to events to support people more. That's a priority for me. Like if someone supports me, I make a make it a priority to support them. And yes. even if they don't support me, I try to go out and support people too. If I'm show up there, I'm like, let's support. Right. Um, and then uh, my priorities with um, my time personally, because having discipline to have fun time and work time and you're your own boss can be really difficult. So my priorities have had to shift to be more of my own parent sometimes and not have fun sometimes. And my priority today is to finish this custom order. Um, but then also like my rest, my health is a priority. So I've had to learn that that's number one because I have pushed past that over and over again and just burnt myself out to a point where I'm a mental wreck. <laughs> And now I've come like, I think in the past three years, I'm past that. And it's like all my clients and customers are like, they become my friends if they're not already. And they're so patient with me because they understand what they're receiving. They're like my ideal clients and uh, things go wrong and they're all so understanding. So like I prioritize them. It's, it's taught me a lot about two other places I work and how it feels and why it's important to care about what you do even if it's not something you like like i there was jobs i hated but i knew that the people i'm serving had nothing to do with that you know and mm -hmm. and understanding where it was and separating all those emotions so a lot of things have shifted as inside to me as a business center and priorities have definitely shifted but self 
healthcare and health has been probably thing that shifted all the way up to the top that needed to happen years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and connect you with Emily Hammond. I'm not sure if she's watching tonight's show. I know Emily. Yeah. yeah she's a part of um she's one of the organizers with Out of the Closet, the organization that I volunteer with. Perfect. Um, definitely want to reach out to her and chat with her about your jewelry and um, yes. let her know more about what you're trying to do and she'll definitely c collab with you just pick her brain just give it when you can yeah definitely thank you yeah i'm friends with her so i'll definitely reach out to her okay now i definitely would recommend it we will be together on saturday so yes. definitely would try and, and get that info to her as soon as you can yeah i'll come out there i'll come see her okay um the next question is what challenges did you overcome on your journey um jealousy was a big one Ooh. it was interesting um i never thought i would it was funny because for the it's like i never thought i would experience this form of jealousy as a business owner mm -hmm. or an artist and um it really seems like it's just something programmed from the get-go as a kid and so like deprogramming that was i think the hardest thing to come over and um a lot of things helped me with that a lot of learning more from experts and taking work you know free workshops and work, doing the workbooks and stuff but like realizing that i had this like subconscious fear that it would would turn into a trigger that if like some other girl or human not even it just anyone honestly it didn't even matter um but it, it seemed to be a lot of close closer women friends um who were interested in learning about jewelry um and i was in this weird protected state like if i teach anyone anything they're gonna take clients away from me <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> which is so funny now <laughs> and um now i encourage people i'm like yeah i'm so happy like they're buying all that jewelry from you like and so it's interesting because i've become a teacher now i teach silversmithing but and that was what a big thing that helped overcome it was like i think deep down it was like i uh was feeling jealous because of this fear of money um which the fear itself was holding me back from more sales in general and that all that fear was blocking me as an artist and then going through those fears, actually acting on them and embarrassing myself and then reflecting on it and then having amazing enough people around me to like understand and forgive me and, and talk to me about it. And like, you know, it was like really healing. And then um, a few of them, I ended up giving silversmithing lessons after all of that. And um, one of them is doing wonderful and, um, and the other one, I had a girl, a woman, yeah, it's just, it's just been like, you know, I, once I got over the fear of like teaching and sharing and, oh, the main thing was some woman said on one of my workshops that jewelry is an 11.9 billion dollar industry. Mm -hmm. So she's like, everyone could make jewelry and still make a living. And like hearing that made me realize like, it doesn't matter. Like, why am I, why am I in this mindset? So mm -hmm. overcoming that was just one of the biggest hurdles and uh the mindset i think just came from the mixture of a fear of failure and success so um 
It was really interesting. And um, I, I ended up halfway through my business stuff, like really delving more into myself to figure out what was holding me back. Because a lot of people and a lot of, I've, I've watched this with a lot of humans, they don't realize that it's really hard to be a business owner if you have a lot of psychological blocks that are in your personal life because they hold back certain things like for example procrastination is a really big issue and that can be caused by multiple of things and um, just being able to be self-aware can be hard mm -hmm. so it's like I think those are some of the biggest challenges is becoming self-aware of like what are your issues like what's holding you back and for me it was just like jealousy which to like now is like funny but it's it's it was just fear of losing things and you know fear of lack fear of lack of abundance and having a lack of abundance mindset like that i knew would ultimately hold me back from what my goals were which was to one day be able to make enough like have enough money to be a philanthropist and give back to the community so it was like you know my intentions are pure why is this fear here so really delving into that and um, i think fear looks different or whatever blockage for every artist and it's interesting but yeah fear and yeah comparison and jealousy i would tell you this as a person that is a business owner and that's in the space where i've been where you've been and when you deal with shit like that you have to tell yourself like fuck them fuck them who are they if 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 they were me would they feel the same way I felt or are they projecting this shit onto me because it's not them and I'm a person that I've, I'm learning I'm, I'm not going to say I've learned but I'm learning that you have to consistently be strong with your brand with your vision because when people don't have the vision that you have they will shit on you <laughs> because they're not happy with them and they don't see where well how can i do that for me if she's able to do it how why can't i not do it so with people like those i don't really deal with those types those are the types i kind of just i don't talk to them i, I really don't there's a reason why i just don't have a lot of people around yeah. I just don't want that type of shit around me. Keep that energy away from me. If you're not if you're not supportive, like really truly genuine supportive, don't don't do it. Yeah. There was yeah, there was like a, a span of time years ago when I was here and um I got into the artist community and I found a lot of people weren't supporting. They were just like ripping other artists apart as an artist and like as a musician I was like you know and I'm it, musician wise I never had real jealousy because I jammed a lot and I was like I love sharing the music so it was like you know I learned really quick just to cut that out and like you know it's like I lost sometimes I lost a lot of people and I would just feel like my life is so much better <laughs> and, and the thing with that you were gonna lose them anyway exactly so it's like might as well just cut you off now that's that's another thing too like and i think i i said this to other people um people never took me serious because i was always the good time guy <laughs> i was the good time guy I, I was the dude that can 
make people laugh. I can dance, so people enjoy me dancing. And 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 the superficial shit. And then when I was telling people I'm gonna be a published author, people started looking at me like. <laughs> like you're a writer, what? You know, they didn't say that they didn't care, but their face showed it. And then when I would do my events, a lot of people who I thought were my friends wouldn't come. And they didn't support me for a long time. Mm -hmm. And even now with, I'm with me doing this show, I still have not heard from a lot of people. But in it, I'm actually happy because I don't need superficial shit anymore. And when I realized I'm not just a dude that can shake my ass really good, I'm smart too. I would appreciate if y'all appreciate me for being smart. And really like me for being smart. Because at heart, I'm a geek. And because I'm a geek at heart, it, it, it became a conflict of now. I can't be the person that I used to be or the person that I am now. I don't even know who that dude is anymore. And you were going to lose them in a way. They weren't heading in the same direction you were headed. And people like that, they kill your energy. They tear you down. They make you feel like what you're doing is not worth shit to them. Just like anything. Yeah, like just being. Yeah. Just being around is weird. You know, like I've been around people like that where they make you just, your presence is uncomfortable. And I'm like, why am I even here? <laughs> yeah. It's interesting just how, like, you know, seeing um, and, like, moving a lot, you know, I, I got really good at cutting people out. It's like, you know, my friends here, it's funny because a couple of my neighbors are my longtime friends, and that's why I chose here, and then the rest of the neighbors became really close family, and um, it's like, you know, I realized years ago who came to my shows and that's when I started being like, these are my friends. And I had a good posse. And I was just like, this is all I need. And now it's like, I have those friends plus the neighbors. And they all come to the shows. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, this is a crowd. This is great. And like, yes. and I just want to help support them in every way possible as well. And it's exciting because like, my neighbors are artists too. Like, and they don't talk about it. And it's just like, I'm like, let me just shine some light on you. <laughs> um, when you get a chance, give Aaron a message for me. Let him know I've been reaching out to some of his friends who also do music. They all have stories to tell. And I, listening to their music, I was like, I got to get them on my show. I have to get them on my show. And even Aaron, Aaron has a story to tell too. They're all fascinating in their own lanes. And he was sharing things with me about some of the artists that he knows. And, but when they were talking about you, they placed you on a pedestal. <laughs> and they love you so much because you, you are very authentic. You're so authentic. There is not a fake bone in your body. There is not shit fake about you. And... <laughs> 
I, I, I knew that the day I saw you with on that mic, I was like, this girl is authentic. Why hasn't nobody <laughs> matched her up yet? Like, this girl is a star. <laughs> you are a star. And stars, we we don't have to shine, try and shine. We just shine because it's what we do. And you were so in your element that day. That's why I was like, oh my God. I'm gonna sing with her. Yeah. No one else, like people were singing, but they weren't singing with you. And I was like, I wanna sing with her. Yeah. I wanna sing with her. I'm still just astounded that you have not been out here doing your thing. Yeah, I am. I kind of disappeared for a while. Um, I was doing my thing. And I was like, I left when I was 25 to take care of my grandpa. And then after he passed, I moved into my van and started traveling. But And I had this plan to like start touring and try to like really do something. But then... Um, it was like I got caught up in working in the promotional brand ambassador world. So I became like a promo model, as mm -hmm. they call it, all kinds of different terms, but working conventions and events. And so I was doing all that. And I never had time for music, barely had time to catch up with jewelry. And then um, I had so many people like, Do you even play music anymore? Why aren't you playing music? And like, Hearing it so much and hearing people be mad about it, I was like, well, I really think I'm making, like, kind of messing up, but, like, I should be playing. And then whenever um, I left my last relationship last year, it's been a year now, um, I finally started playing again, and I realized I was depressed. And was just like, okay, this makes sense. And Because uh, I'm such a positive, happy, bubbly person, sometimes I don't realize when I'm, like, depressed. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, wait, am I depressed? And so, um, so when I got out of that and I started playing and my neighbor, Jordan is a phenomenal guitarist. And so he'd learn anything and we would just jam and I'd sing. And then I started playing my guitar more and then I was like, I need to book some shows and I'm ready to get back into Shreveport. So like, I've been doing little bits. Uh, I, I play Frank's, uh, once in a while. Mm -hmm. I, I, um, and I'm playing that tomorrow. And then I did those two festivals back to back. But um, now that I've been working a lot with the clinic, I've been backed up with jewelry that I have to catch up with. So I've been like, I'll do this one Frank show, but I'm slowly, I really want to um, curate more what I'm doing with my music, mm -hmm. you know? And so it's like, I'm waiting until everything balances out, but I'm still trying to like get back out there slowly while doing it. So I'm not doing That's nothing good. anymore. And and take your time. You, there's always yeah. time. Take your time. Um, I my mom is watching. Hey, mama, mama. This is the the lady that I was at the event singing at a couple of months back, and you heard her singing live. My mom says she is sweet. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but this is that same young lady who was singing at the 420 event I was at. This is her mom. When I was more alive, now I have her here on a little tea time. So it's coming together. Sweetie, you are a star. I don't care what anyone says. You're a fucking star. 
you you have you have your own gift that it was a sound like again it was astounding because I was like this girl sounded like she's been doing this shit for like thirty years. <laughs> You're polished. You so you much. are definitely love you polished. so much to me. I just <laughs> like it's like you know like you said it becomes a spiritual thing where like channeling whoever wrote a song or singing a song I wrote it's like a meditation for me and it's like really finally getting into that meditative space has made it such an ethereal experience that I've realized everyone else around me experiences it mm -hmm. and then they're like you know I feel like you took me to another time and another energy and I was a lot of people tell me they're shocked when they hear me sing that they don't expect this voice to come out of me because mm -hmm. it's like an older energy like you said like 30 years yeah you, you have a very old soul and, and i'm gonna i'm gonna piggyback on what you were saying like when you're when because I, I i go there too like when i'm sad or if i'm depressed or if i'm moody and i break out singing those are the best fucking sessions <laughs> yes. like I've I've heard I've I've been I would like I just did it earlier this week. I laid in my bed and I just had a jam session just laying in the bed. And yeah. listening to my voice, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you never like I, I didn't understand like when you're in pain and you channel that shit. Yeah. It is un where your voice can go and what your voice can do yeah. especially when you're just like feeling like shit those are the best times for me to sing yes because i'd be like nah let me get some of this energy out <laughs> and I never recorded. I never recorded. And I actually could record those moments because those are like the best fucking moments. And we miss them every single time. Like, I think my voice did something that I had never heard this last time. No, I was like, what? You're like, how, how did I? Yeah. Never, like, we never know what we would do in those times. Because we're so in the moment of, I just don't want to feel bad. Yeah. And so, when you start trying to, when you sing, because I, I, I call it singing myself happy. <laughs> I have to sing myself happy. And when I go there, it's like, I'm going to get happy at some point. So, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a moment one day I'm gonna catch me. I'm gonna I'm gonna be in that space and like nah let me record today. You gonna capture it, yeah. Oh shit gonna be real. Diving back into the next question. What strategies did you use first to market your business? Going to markets. I went to a market in Ohio in Columbus. I lived in a little town and I remember being like, 
I bought, I got the Etsy set up, but I remember being like, I don't know how to market this on the internet. It was like Instagram had just started. Mm -hmm. And so I realized I Googled it and it was like, go to markets. And so I started Googling markets and found one and emailed them and went and I ended up selling some stuff. So then I was like, oh, and then I, then I made business cards. So that was like marketing for me was like doing the markets with the business cards. That's when I started having people follow me on Instagram and stick with me from all over. Mm -hmm. It's, it's amazing when we put our brand out there, like, and we don't know what people are going to support us. We don't know who, yeah. who we're touching with our work. It's part of the reason why right now I'm so busy doing the show that I don't really sell books as much because my books are, are, are geared toward the LGBTQ community. So I don't really sell books as much unless I just really just like, nah, I'm going to do this event. I'm going to do it. But for me, satisfaction comes from knowing that I'm, I'm writing for people who come from where I come from, who understands what it is to be, if they're black and gay, they understand what it is to be black and gay. If you're gay, they understand what it is to be gay. There's someone who looks like them, that feels like them, that comes from where they come from. And you're doing something that you want to do that makes you happy. And when you're doing something that makes you happy, it goes into the work too. It, it fuels the work. It, it, it gives you reason to be, it gives you reason to keep moving and keep going. And I'm just in a space where now I'm beginning to understand, no, what you're doing is bigger than you. It's bigger than you. And Katie, what you're doing is also bigger than you. You, you build a brand that has sustained 10 years. And when you're doing something like that, you have to give it everything you have. Because it, <laughs> it is literally everything we have. All my money. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm super proud of what you're doing because I didn't know your story. I didn't know your story. I just, we, we kind of hung out a couple of times. We vibed and, and now talking to you tonight, I understand you more as a human being because we don't get to have these moments when I meet people, it's literally, I'm networking, I'm working, I'm working. And then when I get a chance just to like, oh my God, that explains it. That explains your aura. It explains your energy. It explains why you, when 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 you did the 70s part, it's was like, yeah, she has a 70s soul. <laughs> yeah. That's your era. Yeah, it's really weird. It's like, sometimes I get really sad about it. Like, you know, and it, mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting because I, I actually watched a little documentary on Netflix about the afterlife and people, like scientists who sit there, they're like psychologists who study children with past lives and some of them have like such severe memories that they they are depressed 
and they can't focus on their their current life mm -hmm. and it was really interesting because it's a really severe version but sometimes i feel like i have this like sadness like i miss it back then like i was there so it's funny because i've always been really interested in past lives and all that stuff and um so it's just really interesting because i've I've even like met, I get along with the, it, that era of people. Mm -hmm. I meet a lot of people who grew up in the city. We just vibe really, and they're like, you were totally there. And I'm like, I know. And it's like, how did I get here? But I'm cool, you know, I'm cool with this. <laughs> and it's the same thing I told my guest last night. You've been here before. Yeah. You've been here before. <laughs> And it, it it may sound weird to people watching, but when you feel like you've been here before, it's because you've been here before. Yeah. And whatever it is that you didn't do in your past life, you have to make up for it in this life. So you were born probably in the 70s in your past life. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like, yeah. And now you're 40 years reincarnated. And, and here we are. Yeah. I'm 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 astounded because I, I feel like that sometimes too. I feel like that sometimes too. Like now nah, I was here in a different time, like, and now I'm beginning to understand why I'm here now. Yeah. Be understand beginning to understand the the purpose of why I'm here now. People who have been here before, we see the world so different. Yeah, it's so, like a, a young age. Yeah, I'm mad about things that my parents were like, "Why are you so angry about this?" Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like you and I, like, enjoy your childhood, and I was like, "How?" And I look at the, what's happening over here. This isn't supposed to be happening. I'm like, how would you know? And like, I've been here too many times. Yeah, help. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because like I've been I've also been a, a tarot reader for. 11 years mm -hmm. and um i've done a lot I've, I've trained with psychic mediums and like done courses on that i've met a lot of psychics and there's all kinds of different psychics um it's really interesting um that do different things they're not all mediums but um but it's interesting because i have personally been told by multiple native american psychics and asked by strangers if i'm native american and um, when the psychics asked me who were straight up Native Americans, I was like, no, I'm Italian. And there's no Native American on my dad's side who's Irish German mm -hmm. from here. And um, I've done my DNA. His, there's no Native American. And they were like, well, you're reincarnated Native. And both of these women told me this in two separate occasions. And, you know, it's really weird to hear that because <laughs> you're just kind of like, you know, this is interesting. And um, I have had strangers ask, like I had a guy in Starbucks one time turn around to stare at me and he went, are you Native American? <laughs> I was like, what? It's your aura. Yeah. And so I really feel like, um, and what I was told is that I was a dream walker. And then I did a lot of my work in the dream realm and that that's why, and I didn't even tell this woman about my dreams and how they are and how like I can I can fly on command in my dreams anywhere and I have found that that's not as common for most people um, and I've asked to traveled out of my body 
couple times as a kid didn't know what was happening <laughs> so like learning more about that world has made me understand that you know i know i have more lives than i you know probably can fathom right now and like there are people i could go and learn more about it but i've realized that i came here to be here again in the present and i want to learn more about my past so i can use it for growth and stuff but i've learned that you know to not get too distracted by my past lives no, and to, you have to try to stay really mindful and present because it doesn't matter that much because I'm here now. You know? Yeah. That's a great, great segue to the next question. How do you define success? I define success by sustainability and mental health. It's like a successful community, a successful business, a successful person to me looks like someone who is not, it's not about money. It's like, do you have all the resources you need to survive and not more and not, not enough, you know? Mm -hmm. And do you have a healthy community that strives to, you know, continue to be self-aware and healthy that works together? Because those two things to me create happiness and what real success, I think everybody thinks real success is happiness because mm -hmm. they, they put it in money. They think, you know, happiness is money, but really happiness is a bunch of things together. And that like, to me, that's, that's what success is to me because I've met a lot of rich people and <laughs> some of them are just like, oh, I'm like, oh, like, you know, and it's made me really realize how I've, I have lived very minimalistically my whole life and I've been much happier than these people I think ever had been in their whole life. And it's like really, really uh, sobering and, and make, it has made me realize, you know, money is not success at all. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Some of the, the, the wealthiest people are some of the saddest people. Some of the ugliest people you would ever see. And because they look really nice. <laughs> they're like demons. They're like monsters. Mm -hmm. They, when you're behind the closed doors with them, you're like, you're nothing like the person that you are when you're outside. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> it, it, I, I've learned some things about people that was like, nah, I can't be around you anymore. Same. And it's like, really like, awkward because it's like they're hiding things so well it's like oh definitely gonna go over there and never come back over here <laughs> like my soul was petrified at the point yeah yeah i've definitely have been hell no never again i'll stay at a hotel if i come back here <laughs> yeah. i'll sleep outside in a tent in a freezing snow <laughs> I even come back in your house. Yeah. Yeah. 
But we live when we learn. Yeah. Live when we learn. Yeah. I know this the next time I do go and bring a shitload of sage. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm burning sage from if I gotta stay here, I'm burning me some damn sage. What is that? It's not weed. It's sage. Yeah. Just get into it. Just open your mind up a little bit. Open your spirit up a little bit. Just let that shit marinate. <laughs> I always think it's funny when people don't like the smell of sage. Hmm. Like that. Have you ever experienced that? Yeah. Where people are like, it stinks. It stinks so bad. <laughs> That's your spirit. I'm just like, it smells different to me every time I smell it, dude. It's so interesting. Like, yeah. whenever it fades off, it kind of smells the same scent, but when I'm burning it, the smells change, and it's interesting. Yeah, and when you don't burn it in a while, it is refreshing. You mm-hmm. burn it again, it's like, oh, my God. What have you been on my life? <laughs> You like uh, Palo Santo? Yes. My favorite. I just love sage. Like, I just love sage. I just, if I take a, like, if I I got something to burn, but I haven't been burning it, but the next time I take, like, a a spiritual bath, Mm -hmm. I'm going to burn it and just let go and let God. Seriously, let go and let God. Um, Final question. What's the best advice you can give someone thinking about starting a business or pursuing their dreams? Mm, that's a good question. Hmm. Well, um, I think the best, I think, thing, I guess, for me, when you start a business about something you love or that you know your dream or passion whether that be a product or service um sometimes you might start doing something and realize that you're not that passionate about it and you're procrastinating a lot Mm -hmm. and i think i've learned when i'm really when something's going to be a good business and it's a passion at the same time and shouldn't just be a hobby anymore Mm -hmm. you'll be obsessed with it to the point where you have to force yourself to rest, which is the ultimate next lesson. So like finding what you're really gonna do best at with whatever your talents, cause there's, everybody has so many talents. So it's like some of those talents, like for me painting, I'm not gonna sell paintings. It's my relaxing creative hobby. But I found with jewelry, people really loved it and I loved making it. And I was almost addicted to seeing the happiness that it created and then the the self-worth it built in me to create there was times where things were ugly and there's going to be times where things are are not fun and but because you love what you choose it'll be worth it and if you don't feel that way i would take a step back and rethink before you do anything legally or get any kind of llc don't don't jump into that and make sure you learn a little bit about taxes definitely more about them taxes that's the main two things is make sure you're passionate all the way and if you're not it's okay to change and pivot and make sure you know your tax stuff <laughs> yeah because that that'll bite you in the butt it would definitely get you later 
With that being said, we are going to move into candy or corn. I am going to ask you about some candies here. You can say <laughs> candy if you eat the candy or corn if you will not eat the candy. Are you ready? <laughs> All right. The first candy is Gobstopper. Oh, uh, candy. Okay. 100 grand. Candy. Candy corn. Candy. Rolo. Corn. <laughs> Heath bar. Corn. Mike and Ike's. Corn. <laughs> mounds. Oh, mounds of corn. Skittles. Candy. Twix. Candy. And the final candy is gummy bears. Oh, candy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That is candy or corn. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm happy that you enjoyed it. Um, I know that you, you were saying about your show that you had coming up. Um, let people know more about your show and how people can follow you and find your jewelry. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, the way to find my jewelry is on Etsy. It's Natural Nirvana, and there's also a Facebook page, Natural Nirvana Jewelry, and on Instagram, Natural Nirvana Jewelry, and all of my social media has the links to my Etsy, and I, I have a lot of pictures on my Facebook page from the years of jewelry, whereas my Instagram is more current. Mm -hmm. And your show tomorrow. Yes, my show tomorrow is going to be at Frank's pizza and it's gonna be from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. and I will be playing sweet acoustic sounds and singing and there will be delicious pizza and alcoholic beverages if interested. Okay, is there a cost to come through for your show? No, just uh, come hang out. I, I'm definitely gonna come out. I'm a singer. Because I'm a singer, I need to be in the room with other singers. So, don't be shocked if I kind of beg to get on stage. But I'm excited um, to, to come out and hear you tomorrow. I mean, I want to encourage other people to go out to Frank's and y'all check out KT while she's performing. And um, you definitely have a home here at a little tea time. Definitely come back, let people know more about what it is that you're doing if you have other shows. And, um, Hey, everyone out there in the music community here in Shreveport, y'all got to tap into KT. Um, <laughs> Emily Hammond, if you're watching, definitely need you to tap in with KT as well. She's definitely work, um, interested in doing some work with Out of the Closet Organization. So um, if you're watching, Emily, tap in as well. And um, with that being said, thank you for coming through tonight. 
thank you so much for having me. This has yeah. been the best experience ever. Thank you. Thank you. And shout out to Diego again for, yes. for introducing me to such a magnificent talent that I've had the privilege to now interview on my show. <laughs> and um, I definitely, my schedule has changed because I got a lot going on behind the scenes. But I definitely would love to do a jam session with you. Um, again, like I was saying, um, Saturdays or weekends are like my best time. But I'm going to make time to come to your show tomorrow. I'm going to make time to be there tomorrow. Um, and I'm, I'm excited about what it is that you're doing because you are definitely a star. <laughs> and whatever I can do to help promote your brand, I want to do that here. Um, just if you have, if you do posters to promote, send me your posters um, and, and just keep me posted about your events. I'll promote your events here on the show as well. Um, if you're going to be doing like events where you're going to be selling your jewelry, just keep me posted here. I would definitely promote your brand here. I would support you in any way that I can because also being an entrepreneur and a business owner, I understand that we have to support other entrepreneurs and business owners because when one of us win, we all win. And we have to continue to support one another because it's bigger than us. There's enough money for everybody. Yes. It's enough money for everybody. And we, we have to continue to lift each other up and pull each other up along the way. And um, I'm just, I'm such a fan of what it is that you're doing. I'm so excited because you definitely got a future ahead of you that you always knew about. You're just now beginning to move forward in making things a reality. It's true, yeah. So, so again, you're, you're so amazing at what you do. This is like, this is so amazing, like seeing this whole experience and your podcast. I can't wait to like tap in more and check it out. Like just seeing what all you're doing and bringing together and all the video we have to jam. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely, I'm a, I'm a fucking snut. I'm a jammer. I, one thing I will do. <laughs> one thing I will do. I'll turn some music on. I'll, I'll go in. I'll start at twelve, at twelve noon, and go to about five o'clock if I'm in that mood. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what I do. But again, I just, I have to just send you thanks. Just thank you so much for just taking out your time and being here tonight. It, it's literally been an honor to have you here. <laughs> and it's been an honor to be here. I am definitely going to be at your show tomorrow. I'm coming. Come sing with me. I need another microphone so I can just pull you up there. <laughs> I, I got one. Oh, will you bring it with you? I'll I need another cord. Plug it yeah. up. Yeah, cord. Yeah, I got a whole, I got a whole, like the long, thing i had i don't know if it works or not but i'll bring it and then i got my <laughs> i got my little solo cast so i have now two microphones <laughs> so this one i have to um if it can get to a wall and i can plug it up to a wall I, i'll bring it and i'll if i can't be near the stage i'll sing where i am <laughs> yeah, yeah. but i think too because it's warmer it might be outside on the bigger stage 
so if it is like i have a pa like you saw it at the show so i have an extra plug in front of their microphone so yes I, i'm excited i'm excited i can't wait to come in and, and support you tomorrow um but i i need to feed my face because i need to eat yeah, and, yeah, me too. <laughs> and I'm gonna try and go down to Central and see what's going on down there tonight and kind of hang out with them a little bit. But I'm not gonna stay so long because I got some shit I gotta do tomorrow. And um, just have a fantastic night. Send everybody my love and um, enjoy your night. And if you want to stick around while I close out, you're definitely welcome to stick around. Well, thank you so much. I will. I'll stick around, I'll close out so you can keep talking about me, keep watching, and I hope you have the best night ever. And thank, thank you so much again for having me. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I will see <laughs> you soon, darling. Yes, see you soon. Bye. Bye. With that being said, that was tonight's show with Miss Katie Callahan. Um, I am such a fan of this this girl i'm definitely gonna be in her show tomorrow and i want to encourage y'all to come out to frank's louisiana kitchen and join us while we do some music tomorrow um yeah with that being said gonna close out tonight's show definitely would love to have you guys get over to saucy spices.com and use my coupon code a little time one word and receive five percent off of your purchases as well as checking out her cookbook, Chef Saucy Spice Cookbook, available right now on SaucySoniaSpices.com. And I've been posting footage of what she's been working on because I know she's been designing cakes and things on her Facebook page. So y'all stay tuned for whatever else that she's releasing to you guys with SaucySoniaSpices.com. And hey, auntie, continue to do your thing, sis. I got your back right here at a little tea time, all right? Um, I definitely would love to encourage you guys to get over to Agora Borellis and check out my books, The Coming Full Circle Brand, um, my books of poetry, The Confessions of a Conceited Drummer King, and Catching Up With Me, all available at 421 Lake Street. You can also check out my books at Amazon.com. Just type search Jarius Dion, that's J-R-A-Y-I-S Dion. D-E-Y-O-N-D. And thank you to everyone who has purchased books, who has been supporting my brand over the last five years. To all of my tea timers and to all of my royal readers who tune in to a little tea time here. Thank you guys so much. Also, y'all can follow me on TikTok at the Jarius Dion. Subscribe to my YouTube channel at Jarek A King Among Men Thomas. And you can also catch a little tea time via Spotify. Just type search a little tea time on Spotify. And you can also catch the shows on YouTube if you do not have a chance to catch them here on my Facebook or over on Instagram. You can always catch the shows on YouTube as well. Um, definitely would love to have new guests here on the show. I'm always looking for brands and for artists who are willing to promote their brands to talk about what it is that they do and talk about their artistry but if you're a business owner definitely would love to have you guys over here on the little tea time to promote your businesses as well and remember the show's quote 
opportunities knocking you matter let's build and go higher shreveport and as i say after every single show remember to be great on purpose and not by accident the future is now until friday with david franklin i will see you guys later y'all have a great night continue to stay well and be well i will see y'all later Welcome to Y'all ready? Welcome to Oh yeah. I love you too. <laughs> Good night.